0: all right excited to welcome everybody back for another episode of the good life edu podcast and i'm here today with ann cosma from flipgrid and i i'm just so excited for us to have the conversation that we're gonna have today's been circled on my calendar all week if i'm being honest because i love flipgrid as a tech tool that really particularly during this remote time just has can just meet so many needs and has so many like purposes, not only for students benefit, but for ours professionally, and Anne's going to be here to share a little bit about what those opportunities are stretch our thinking about how we might use this tech tool, and just to have some fun. So Anne, welcome to the show. So glad to have you.
1: Hello, hello. I am so excited to be here on the Good Life EDU podcast talking to you, Andrew. I'm so excited for today too. And it's not been circled on my calendar. It's been highlighted on my digital calendar.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, and for those that don't know you and your story, can you kind of share a little bit of your background with us and uh, yeah, just let us kind of know how you ended up at Flipgrid?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, let's see i have all kinds of memories when i was a kid of what i wanted to be when i grew up Uh, an astronaut a veterinarian an actress and i get confused as melissa mccarthy all the time so i love to tease people my dreams came true i did become a movie star but i in the third grade knew i wanted to be a teacher and my mom was an educator my sister went into education and i found myself volunteering at a school that i got my first teaching job at in 2001 oh a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) the journey really my journey has been as a classroom teacher i spent a lot of time as a first grade teacher um interesting to note i was a one-to-one teacher starting in 2010 so with my young scholars we were using ios devices and just got to experience transformative changing not only in teaching but in learning i became a coach in my district in california we call them tosas teacher on special assignment So i was supporting uh, kinder through eighth grade teachers with the innovative and instructional use of technology and then just over two years ago stepped out into a new position as a teacher helping teachers on team flipgrid and i love to explain it that way that's what i am i'm a teacher helping teachers so providing the support professional development i mean even down to support and encouragement i 100 believe we're better together so I love that I get to serve educators around the world in that way.
0: Oh, it's so powerful. And it's so fun to hear your, your story and just feel that energy that comes from when somebody loves what they do. It's shared in every just syllable of the words that they say. And I can just hear how much you light up about your passion for this as I do too. So I'm excited for our, for our chat. I. We'll kind of frame it by saying this. So two summers ago, I actually got to go to the Flipgrid Live event at ISTE, and I was just blown away by the upgrades that have been made at that point in time. So this has got to be right about when you were stepping into your current role, I would imagine. So it would have been if, if two years ago you started, right?
1: Yeah. So 2018, it was announced. Are you talking about the big in that big music hall in Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was yeah, that was a year after I joined and I remember that event clearly uh, like being amazed and overwhelmed even though I got to share from the stage but as a participant watching the same things you're probably thinking and feeling too.
0: Yeah, I was like this is going to change the way we think about students as creators in the classroom because finally there's a tool that they have that they can navigate that feels familiar enough to the what the social media world is doing but at the same time really has been very intentional about building that out for academic purposes and for creative capacity and so i, I loved all of that and i was like gosh we're gonna start using flipgrid in my own class uh, and we got into that and I, I went on to become a grid guide which is where i really started to then follow your story a little bit more as you've been such a a great leader in that community. Uh, And so what's it been like to, to be such an advocate, not only within Flipgrid, you know, on the four walls and the structure of where you're at, but at the same time through, through Twitter.
1: Oh my gosh. So I just use that phrase better together. And, and I can't even, I mean, I can try and articulate it, but it's like all the feels, like the confetti explosion, the warm fuzzies, (laughs) The fluffy, squishy, like all the feels, I'm inspired every day from educators around the world who are just sharing these phenomenal, incredible, empowering, transformative stories about what's happening to students who are finding their voice, are using their voice in new and creative ways. To think of Flipgrid continuing to grow from the feedback of educators and what they're saying hey i need it to be more this i need this i need this that feedback fuels us and we're listening and learning and growing and building right alongside with our community and and that feedback really truly is driving the new features that are coming into flipgrid to continue you know, not only is it a safe environment that educators are in control of, but an inclusive platform, an accessible platform, a flexible, a fun platform. And oh, yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed. Can you tell?
0: (laughs) No, well, just a little bit, well, just a little bit. Uh, well, and, and most people are going to probably be familiar with what it looks like, maybe from the student end, in terms of yes, I understand that Flipgrid is someplace where you can record a video, and it's, and it's so much more than that. But as you're talking about the growth that the company has uh, had into things like libraries, for example. So, uh, for those that maybe aren't familiar with some of those types of features, let's kind of start there, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about those maybe professional development opportunities or, or the resources that are provided in the Flipgrid oh my libraries. Gosh.
1: Yeah, so there's so many and I love talking about I love talking about this type of content because it really truly might be a little bit of a lesser known feature in mm-hmm. Flipgrid that is like finding a treasure chest. It literally is a jackpot at the end of the rainbow. So, anytime an educator goes into their Flipgrid account and again, it's educators who create Flipgrid accounts. Students do not create accounts but an educator can click on the word that says discovery right at the top of the screen. And there are almost 30,000 resources in this discovery library, which range from featured content from incredible partners like the Metropolitan Museum of Art, Minecraft Education, Wonderopolis, California State Parks, Code.org, the Equal Justice Initiative, Lego Education. We have new partners. Oh my gosh, ding, ding, ding. Adobe, right? Adobe is a new partner. Um, The children's theater company, so many incredible resources, but this is a database of lessons and resources. And so I love to point out, hi, coach, former <laughs> TOSA,
0: <laughs> yep, teacher yep. having
1: teachers, this is where you can go to fuel your own professional learning as well. So Andrew, I think of like it's October, right? We're recording this on October. October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. It's also National Bullying Prevention Month. And as an educator, where do I go? I'm I'm going to my professional learning network. I'm going to the people I'm connected with on social to ask questions to find resources. But you also can go into the Discovery Library and click on a click on one of those tiles that says made by dyslexia and find resources. What what is dyslexia? How can you support students or, or learners with it? What are some strengths? What's the emotional impact of it? There are incredible videos in there from folks like Kira Knightley or Jamie Oliver, or Princess Beatrice, who, who might be you know, impacted by these kinds of learning abilities as well. And I mentioned bullying prevention month. So another partner is PACER, the PACER Center. And they have this title, you'll see a globe on it. It says together we can create a world without bullying, but topics like how can you create your own kindness? What is bullying defined? What age does it begin? How does it impact people? How can you have conversations to help peers about this? So when we think about Flipgrid for professional learning, it's resources for us as adults, for lifelong learners. It's resources we can bring into our classroom to have those safe conversations, just so many possibilities. And so if folks haven't clicked on discovery, I would highly encourage them just click on that button and you're gonna find a ton of resources.
0: Yeah, and that's, that was something that whenever I started to get into the path to becoming a grid guy, and I was like, I did not even realize that all of this was here. And so thanks so much for pointing people to that because uh, I know there are a number of uh, coaches and professional development experts that are listening in that are probably like I was, not necessarily aware of just how robust this is. And, and like you said, timely for some of the things that this month we might be looking for specific resources for to promote those different pieces. Um, Uh, Within that too, one of the things that Flipgrid seems to do almost as well as anybody, I would say, is continue to be flexible and move with the needs of educators. And so I know the Help Center is one of those things that you and I have kind of informally talked about as being a a big piece.
1: Yeah, okay. So I'm going to get all nerdy here, okay? I love this. (laughs) As a coach in my district, I always told my teachers, and I tell them now, even though I work for the company, follow your favorite education tech companies on social media and know where their help center is. Why? Because that is the fastest way to find answers or resources that can level up your own use or instruction with this tool, right? So for years and years, I shared, hey, help.flipgrid.com. It's that simple, but it's even more simple right now because literally about a week and a half ago the help center now launched right within your flipgrid account so if educators are in like in their educator admin you see your own profile picture in the top right corner but you also see that little speech bubble with a question in it and the word help and all they have to do is click on that and it's answers at your fingertips but in the help center not only you know you can do a general search we have popular help articles but there's a, a section called Ideas, Tips, and Best Practices. And that's inspiration from educators around the world. So if you're thinking, oh, hey, okay, I, I've used this, I have a few ideas, I wanna dig deeper. That's definitely one place to go, and you'll find just incredible ideas and insights from others.
0: And that's so important, too, that there's great support with the tools, particularly at a time when we're all stressed. And if we're trying to pick up something new, the last thing you want it to be is difficult or to be a hurdle to kind of get acclimated to being able to use that. And I think both from the teacher standpoint and also from the student standpoint, that Flipgrid is really uh, intuitive and something that you guys have obviously been really intentional about trying to bring that support around teachers so that uh, it is easy to use.
1: Well, I just have to give a shout out to the team back in Minneapolis and beyond who's building this. I mentioned it's incredible seeing what educators are doing with Flipgrid, but if there's a pain point or if there's a moment of frustration and, oh, I need an answer. I don't know how to do this. Well, we don't want them to get stuck on that. So again, this is, this is coming from, from feedback from the community and how we can better help and serve you.
0: All right, and I'm glad that you bring that up because uh, there are so many different ways to utilize this beyond what I think I kind of said at the top, just this uh, back and forth, which is incredible in and of itself. The ability for students to have video discussions and for the teacher to be a part of that uh, and leave feedback, et cetera, is just so powerful. But uh, I even think back to the start of the summer when someone on Twitter shared that they had created a set series of grids that each focused in on a different emotion. And then they were going to make that available both digitally and in person in their classroom through a QR code so that students over the course of this entire year, and we, we know that everybody really emotionally at this time is under a lot of strain, stress, and, and those, those are high that they would have an outlet at any time that they could access where only the teacher would be able to see that. And what a cool way to just leave that door open and be intentional about communicating that you're there for your students. Uh, And Flipgrid made that possible. And so that's just one of, I'm sure you probably see a lot of really creative ideas between your supportive teachers on Twitter and just how much you're involved with everything that's going on there.
1: So this is that perfect opportunity, again, to just say like, it gets me right in the feels every time I see these tweets and you talk about SEL and the way that we can utilize social emotional learning to support our scholars and learning communities during this time and I think back to my time in the classroom with my own students I think back to the time working with educators in my community and beyond I think back to the Flipgrid for all community now the educator community around the world and Jess Journey and I talk about relationships all the time because the work that educators are doing, the foundation of communities, it's people, right? And so when we think about SEL, those examples that folks are sharing just are incredible. And I, yeah, I have definitely have things I can share. There is, again a plug for that discovery library because we have a collection all about social emotional learning and i love that some of the topics in here are things like your brain matters how does music make you feel what is laughter how do you address stress so these are all topics that teachers can just take and use right away you know there's a a tweet from stephen molder he's smolder inspire on social that says i'm flipping out in a good way about all these features I'm using it for real in all of my classes, hearing from students is meaningful, relevant. I see them, I hear them, I believe in them, and stuff like that is, oh, God, it gets me right in the feels. You know, Bill Ferreter tweeted something recently that was, like, about using a topic but private for every student, just using that moderation feature, and that comfort and safety in having that conversation with an educator is meaningful too and then oh you mentioned that emoji example it's so incredible and the way that folks take and spin an idea um i saw another tweet harrington third said you know we learned all about our emotions and how stress can affect us and so these are you know, third grade students using the emojis and using those stickers to even represent their feelings. So from a simple example to a sophisticated example, there's no right or wrong way to do it, right? But I love, love, love that there's content available. There's an idea floating around or there's the freedom and flexibility for you to create something by saying, choose a word, use that text feature, talk about that word, what does it mean to you? But that's just connecting as humans. And when we connect, we learn about each other, we lean in, we have more dynamic conversations. And those are the foundations, in my opinion, that academics are built on, you know?
0: Oh, I couldn't agree more. And it's that's something that, you know, with with my own students as recently as last year, We use Flipgrid on a weekly basis, sometimes multiple times over the course of the week. And I know, I'll say this, sometimes the students are starting off on there. The answers are a little shallow and they were a little shy to be in a video. And I I would sometimes, I'd just say, friends, I see you in the hallway sharing 20 videos in between class periods. Why is it any different when you come in here and ask for a 90 second one, right? Like, Like, except that now you're being asked to do that in a way that is somewhat serious or, or to be actually forthright with maybe how you're feeling or something that you understand or know. And I like that you brought up the emojis because we found that at least initially some students were really comfortable by putting... because as they're recording themselves they can put images or different pieces in front of their face which that for a number of, of learners made them comfortable and and most i'll be honest grew out of that where they eventually felt that they you know they knew that it was a safe place uh and and i think they needed that established first so if you're getting started you know like, ah, the students didn't really want to be on the camera well just give them a little time you know sometimes we have to kind of warm up to those things but it got to a place where one of the pieces that we used it for that I really appreciated, and I've referenced it on the, this pod before, is this love and learn where they were going to share one thing they loved from the week and one thing they learned from the week. And it did not necessarily have to be school related. And again, first few weeks, kind of shallow answers. But over time, students really use that as a way to open up. And when I put the moderator you know, feature on there to where I was the only one that had access to it, not only could I get that feedback from them and show that I cared, but then... Uh, and you touched upon this, too. In this time, it is so important that we are able to give verbal feedback, if that's in the form of like audio in some capacity, or or to be the video responder, right? And so uh, how cool that, you know, as someone kind of shares something personal very easily. And that's what's awesome about Flipgrid, too, is I can just respond right away. It's not something i have to download and share an email <laughs> uh, but i can i can meet students in that place of vulnerability and let them know that i am someone who cares about them who they are and how they're feeling about things really matters
1: oh my gosh yeah and you just hit the nail on the head i'm somebody who is here i'm here to support you i care about you and your voice matters right interesting to note so my mind is spinning in so many ways right now you mentioned just like a quick comment back like oh hey let me just i'm going to provide you that feedback right away uh andrew da, 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 breaking news it just got simpler to do that Woo! are you ready for this <laughs> sure okay this is i have not talked about this and, and i mean i sent out a couple tweets late yes. last night early breaking
0: morning. news here on the <laughs>
1: Uh, I know, the Flipgrid account tweeted out, ring the bell, sound the alarms, stretch those fingers because text comments are here. I know, I'm so excited, but this is making discussions even simpler now, right? Even simpler that you can, as an educator, provide that quick feedback. You know, a quick praise, an emoji to say, I saw this, right? I'm seeing all these tweets of just eyeballs like, I see you, right? <laughs> um, but I love it this morning, Ed T Kit. I love this handle, Etiquette, get it?
0: <laughs> oh, I see, what, yeah.
1: Yeah, they said, not only will this promote further discussions and engagement with posts, a quick text comment is all it takes and provides another means of feedback for those who don't always wanna be in front of the camera. So honor that. If folks don't wanna be on camera, I always say, you don't have to be. You Mm -hmm. get to choose how you share your voice, right? And if it's an emoji in front of you, if it's using that pixel or brick mode filter, if it's being off screen and using one of the board effects with text on top, and now with text comments, oh my gosh, so much flexibility in terms of extending conversations. Our good friend Chris Gerard over in Scotland said, this is a great way to give feedback from any location and this improves, yep, teacher workflows and the interaction, but guess what? Immersive reader is embedded into the text comments too, so this accessibility support that's now there with this feature and my friend Tony Vincent tweeted out this morning, this really great visual, uh, teachers are in control they enable it, they can disable it. They can moderate the comments. But also, did you know there's a feature that actually like is checking the comments as students are writing them and any potentially inappropriate words or phrases just are automatically prevented from being submitted. So it's like built in. And and again, educators can choose to use this feature in whatever way they want and that's the next tweet as soon as we're done recording i'm gonna send out a ton of ideas because it's just another pathway to share celebrate and showcase voice and it's brand new like within the last 12 hours
0: <laughs> that's terrific so i'm gonna have to get this pod up quick before it becomes old news right we're gonna <laughs> have to make sure i get this posted asap um you know and and you were sharing in the midst of that too uh A list of the different features and one of the things you brought up was was that that blackboard or whiteboard which you can not only just kind of flash and you would only see that board but you can do kind of a half or quarter screen and have students work out their problems there. And that's something that, you know, I think at this time, one of the things that teachers are starting to consider as we're getting near the end of the quarter, if haven't already, is when you get to those summative assessments, right, where you, let's say in, in math, how can I make sure that the student's not sitting at home asking Alexa or on a secondary device, like solving these problems and I certainly have advocated that people consider using Flipgrid because you can drag that board over the student could still be kind of featured in the other half of the screen, and they could work the problem out and explain it and honestly for me as the educator I feel like if you can do that fluently and I see that you've grasped this concept, that's enough. (laughs) I mean, sure you can have other practice problems and everything else but in, in terms of your ability to know truly whether they got it or not. Uh, I just think that that is, is a great use of the tool in the moment for the pressing need of how do we do assessment.
1: Yeah, and I i love that you brought that up, that split screen feature is definitely a game changer. And I think back to teaching math in my first grade classroom, and I used to, you know, when we were learning how to add double digit numbers, it's addend plus addend equals sum, part plus part equals whole. That's what I taught my students, right? I taught them base counting, like tens frames, use any strategy you want. But when it came to assessing them, I said, make up a problem and choose a strategy and show me your work. Show me. Prove it. Prove to me you understand it. And that allowed a student to just create. And that transformed everything, right? I love the examples that Mike Mohammed shares on Twitter. Oh, Mike's great. Yeah, he's pretty incredible. But with his like AP physics students, the like equations or the like scientific logic and reasoning that he's showing, the way that he creates instructional videos using that split screen feature is a game changer. And Again, it can be as simple as you want it to be put a high frequency word on the screen talk about short vowels or long vowel patterns or explain like academic vocabulary or the steps to solve an equation or a scientific you know experiment endless possibilities but the fun and creativity is what transforms that ownership and the retention of information, right? Students own it and they invest in it. And it's just more meaningful and sticky when it comes to learning.
0: Yeah, that makes me uh, think of Tara Martin in her book Snaps and how she talks <laughs> yeah. about when you add that layer over you know, your work that is a visual representation of your thinking, what that does in terms of, we'll just say brain stuff yep. <laughs> to, to make that stick. Uh, you're exactly right
1: talking about, uh, I, I called it brain power in my classroom. And now I say all the brain zings, some wrinkles <laughs> in your brains, right? Like all of this stuff, but us as teachers in our learning community, right? We're modeling what it is to be a lifelong learner. And that's one of the things I'm most passionate about my job is is helping other educators know it's okay for you to take a risk and try something new. You don't have to get it right away. Just don't be afraid to push buttons these apps, these tools were built that way, click all the buttons and find out what happens. Because guess what? That's what our students are doing, right? In their authentic lives, the way they use social tools to share their own personal stories or creative outlets. When we wrap it with this meaning and context, it transforms the whole learning experience. And oh, I love that you brought up book snaps and Tara. I just adore <laughs> her. So uh, yeah, like, endless possibilities. Uh, one of the really cool things I've seen another educator doing, um, she's a, a para-collaborative teacher in Brooklyn, New York, Yuritza Vijaba. And she is doing, she has this whole um, Ask Yuritza series now on Flipgrid, all about culturally responsive teaching. And I'm obsessed with this right now because I'm thinking back on my own learning experience in school, I think back to opportunities to learn as an educator and I didn't have opportunities to dig into content like this. So I guess this is circling back to, there are these resources available that folks might not know exist. Uh, You could click on her her smile inside of discovery under the inspiring creators section. And one of the topics that's just so magical is, a album cover, like a record cover that students are recreating their own, you know, whether it's an event from their life, a, a historical error, make a record album cover. And I keep calling it a record. It could be a CD, it could be a <laughs> I'm like like flubbing my words right now, but a, an album cover, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, but that could be related to history or the untold history of, of someone. It could be a personal experience. And there are just these endless possibilities for folks to create, but, but to really transform the way they engage with content and the way that they experience learning, if you will.
0: Yeah, that uh, I've personally used same kind of process a little bit for uh, something last year that that was really fun. We actually did uh, a unit where we utilized a video game as a central text for a high school English class in, in secondary, so this is 12th graders. And it was a really rich narrative that we went through and in the midst of the story, there was a point where we started to realize that this family was keeping a lot of secrets from one another. And we started to like have some conversations about what secrets can do to kind of destroy relationships, et cetera. So I wanted us to have a really rich conversation about that. And I wanted there to be some sort of hook or uh, you know, how, how do we start to kind of tap into something very real that would ground us in that so that we can then have an authentic conversation that also would be empathetic too to what secrets can be in people's lives. And what I ended up doing, this was a lot of fun, is I I used Flipgrid's AR feature. uh, And so students created an anonymous image, which they airdropped to me. So I, I truly didn't know whose was whose. And then I posted those around the classroom, those images using Flipgrid AR. And we, we talked about kind of our conversation norms you know we established like here's how we're going to behave we're not going to laugh at people's secrets we're, we're going to respect the fact that people have shared something that is very personal, uh, which students did I was shocked that like for the 60 some odd students, I got things that I didn't feel like any of them were just they made something up or, or it was just to, you know, be immature and cheesy. And so students then stood up, and if you're not familiar with Flipgrid AR, there's QR codes just kind of scattered around the room, and they took their devices and they scanned it, and then they could see the image that a classmate of theirs had shared, and we came back together and said, these secrets live silently in places that you can't see all around your classroom all the time, and think about what those things do to kind of influence you know your peers and that when you speak to think that all that we bring to uh, each and every moment and and that you need to kind of respect and be sensitive to that uh, and whoa, talk, talk about a powerful way to start a conversation about the secrets uh, and the dialogue was fantastic and it would not have happened had Flipgrid not have been creative enough to find ways to do that kind of thing and um, wow it, it it really was just incredible as a learning experience. One of my favorites from last year.
1: I mean that just gave me goosebumps like listening to it because to me that's like like it's a connection right and as a community you just changed everything for the way that you could go forward, learn on, dig in deeper, lean in, have new critical conversations in a safe space yes so, oh oh that's incredible and you know cherry on top is hearing this innovative use of of using flipgrid ar and that that augmented reality piece and bringing that voice to life in a new way you know oh yeah <laughs> i um i saw some tweets recently that just kind of share some some cool ideas and ways that that folks are using this and that example is definitely one of them um you know matt miller recently tweeted like unboxing videos right and those are those are things that people are doing and going viral on social my 2 year old niece watches unboxing of all the princesses and the little toys and trinkets but what about asking a student to unbox something and share about their authentic life or a passion or interest that they have? Um, oh,
0: that's terrific. Yeah. yeah,
1: right, and and easy and easy to do. Um, I love, you know, those late night talk shows. Remember the top 10 list back in the day, right? He tweeted out like, <laughs> yeah. why not create a top 10 list? I gotta shout out flip hunts, right? So flip hunts are always gonna be cool because the scavenger hunt's always fun, but a digital element to it, whether you're hybrid remote or face-to-face, the magic of a QR code or a Flipgrid AR code can bring that to life as well. And I think about time and distance. And you know, I know sometimes people uh, buzz the word asynchronous right now because it's said so often, but Flipgrid is an asynchronous video communication tool. And the beautiful thing about that is you're not bound by time, you're not bound by distance. And the flexibility that provides the connection it allows for. Our good friend down in Australia, you know, on social, you know her as Joyce Bronwyn, but uh, she is sharing this project right now called The Global Right, where students are connecting literally around the world via Flipgrid and sharing passions and interests, interesting scholarly things or, or personal elements. And Well, that's leveling up your writing skills and ability too, but leveling up an oral presentation or language fluency. So many really cool ripples from the way you can use Flipgrid personally, academically, creatively. Oh yeah, all the feels. I mean, like all the feels and all the brain zings all the time.
0: Oh, what a good job you have, right? You get a chance to kind of be at the epicenter of all this, these good vibes swirling around. And I'll throw another idea out there, actually, since you brought it up. Uh, I was working with, there's a teacher in St. Louis, who's a a world languages teacher. And we put together a map uh, of a town because her, her ambition was to have students kind of have to be in authentic conversation that you might get into in a business place and so we had a bakery and we had a this and and, you know all these different different spots and there was just a flipgrid ar code there so when you went there she sort of dressed up and did a little accent for the person that works at the bakery and for the person that works at the post office and would ask the question that you would then have to in that language respond to Um, and it was it was just cute you know it's kind of this cool uh, visual to kind of embed that in there and I just thought that was such a creative way to yeah to again to accomplish something there is fun and there are tools And, and and I like though when we start the thought of here's what I'd really like to see my learners do and you walk that road to a place where you go oh, you know what, Flipgrid's perfect for this. <laughs> and I think if anything from our conversation today, we're realizing that like Flipgrid's perfect for a lot of the, the end of those roads in some capacity, particularly at the present moment with remote.
1: Well, and I'm so proud to be able to say it's 100% free. So like a- anybody who wants to, I mean, just get signed up and 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 let us know how we can help. But yeah, educators, I say, <laughs> I say this phrase, Educators are bringing the heart and hustle to learning communities around the world every single day. And what they're doing in the face and chaos of a global health pandemic in unprecedented times where conversations about civil rights and race and equity and justice are at the forefront of what we're doing. and and human relationships and and growing forward in an education setting. It's all new territory right now. But I can't even, I mean, I try to articulate it and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm inspired every single day by what educators are doing and the ideas they come up with and the creative ways they're using Flipgrid in ways that I, I would have never imagined that's the beauty of these pathways right that's the beauty of the flexible nature of this tool and i love that i love that we probably will never reach the limit of flipgrid right because there is no end to imagination oh and yeah, it's just it's it's incredible and it's an absolute honor to get to serve and support and celebrate educators around the world
0: oh you know and i my face hurts from smiling so much during this podcast because it's just been all good vibes and and i'm so so grateful there are people like you in education who are so passionate and just out there to advocate with a honest heart for it and uh i i typically wrap up the podcast by asking a question but i think you kind of nailed it right there i think you're you're that what you share there at the end is is really just speaks to your heart for the present moment, right? And so I I won't steal it, I guess, if you'd like to finish on any other note, but wow, that was really powerful. I'm just, I don't even know what to say as a follow-up.
1: Well, the the follow-up is let's all remember we're better together, right? And you don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to have all the answers. Reach out, find a friend, get connected. And if folks are brand new and they're unsure Share it. Share it on social. Ask it. I mean, let me know. How can I help? How can Team Flipgrid help? Andrew, how can you help? Like, that's what we do as connected educators, right? And it's rolling forward to support each other, to empower each other, to help each other, but to cheer each other on along the way too, right? So um, teachers are heroes. They're an absolute inspiration. And, oh, I'm so glad that we got to come on and Talk about the Good Life EDU because despite chaos, there's a lot of good still happening.
0: There is, and I, I, I'm I, excited. You know, you think about so many of us in education, look back to the teacher that was so instrumental in our formative years that, that we went into this profession, likely in part due to the influence that they had. And I'm gonna get choked up talking about it, but I think about the needs that are out there right now for kiddos everywhere and the potential that our role i'm gonna get really choked up about this uh but but what we can potentially be for students in what is a really hard moment like i understand it's really difficult being a teacher right now i'm not trying to take away from that but i think we're also not dealing with kids in a normal time either and, and i think they're going through things that um for us to be able to be Uh, to be there for them in this time is just so incredibly powerful that I don't even think we'll realize it until down the line uh, when students go, I don't know if I'd have made it through if it hadn't been for my teacher. Oh, Um, sorry. um, I had, I kind of went there, but it's been on my heart for a while and it just, it just fit.
1: And I'm glad you did because I mean, I I cry every day when I see what folks are doing. And um, I, I guess the last thing taking your words you just said let's be there for each other right
0: absolutely let's
1: be there for each other
0: oh well thanks for being there for us today and and helping us move a little further with this and i really appreciate your time so hopefully we get a chance to chat again soon uh and I, i really look forward to that
1: thank you so much for asking me to come on and again to anybody out there listening remember you're making a difference every single day and making the world a better place. And you are our heroes. So thank you.